Tony Vitello. Tony, my friend, baseball season is here. You crank it up this Friday in Lindsey Nelson Stadium against Western Illinois. You guys ready? Yeah, as soon as the snow stopped yesterday, it meant the start of a college baseball season. So here we are and, and ready to go and fortunate enough to start at home. You know, Tony, every season, I don't care what sport it is, stands on its own. I've been doing this long enough to know that. But I, I just wonder from your perspective, the momentum that you guys generated as a program last year to get back to the NCAA tournament for the first time since 2005, to win 40 games, the momentum we've seen on the recruiting trail, how much has that been obvious that you guys have been preparing and getting ready for the start of this season? Well, I think it matters with any program in any sport. Belief is such a huge word uh, in any athletic competition. And so it, it helps if you've been there. You can call it experience if you want. And then it helps if, you know, you're a part of something that expects to be there and has a track record of doing so. It just carries a lot of weight. But at the same time, each season and each team again any sport is mutually exclusive from the others so we kind of know the story that was written by last year's team but we we don't really know what what all is entailed for this team tony chris just brought it up and you did too the the belief system when you can start to see that tide turn a little bit how, how gratifying is that as a head coach who's taken over a program that had not had a whole lot of success in the last decade uh, on the baseball diamond to see the kids start to believe to see results start to show up and 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 really where does that kind of start to fester itself at well the first thing that comes to mind is it's you get a chance to take a deep breath and you can ask coach Pruitt that I'm sure he'd feel that way about halfway through the season because uh, it's such an important step as you mentioned and then the other thing is it's not under your control um, your coaching staff can instill and preach and give examples and all those things, but it's really got to be everybody in the building. And you see that when there's a new NFL coach or a, a new coach hired by the Cubs or whoever it might be, they start to try and change the culture to what they think is best, and then everyone either jumps on board or they don't. And it's not going to work unless a massive percentage or a very high percentage of the people are on board and do believe Tony, it's Chris again. I've yet to see a baseball team equipped to go deep into the postseason that wasn't good and deep in its pitching staff. What do you like best about your staff as you guys get ready to start this season? Well, I like the fact that Coach Anderson's coaching them, and I like our <laughs> catching. And so I'm just going based off of experience. You know, when I started coaching the pitchers, I was very inexperienced, and so I copied Frank's kind of system or – you know, way he went about it, and now I'm fortunate enough to stand next to him in the dugout, and he's as good as anyone, if you ask me. And then, two, being a former position player, I put a lot of pressure on those catchers because uh, they're the ones that touch the ball every pitch of the game. You know, the pitchers right. kind of cycle in and out. So I think we're very strong there, but the point you're getting at is we've got a lot of depth. There now has kind of been a tradition started really over the last two years of you know, our guys throw strikes. We've got good arms. There's going to be some guys that, that move on to pro ball. And so there's a little lineage there. And, again, now now guys that are part of our staff kind of believe in themselves a little bit more because they know it's a tough group to be a part of, and they know it's going to be a pretty good group every year. you got some new faces this year, uh, in particular some guys coming in from JUCO. What have you liked from those guys that you've seen in the fall and here in the – February months as you get ready for the season. Yeah, 
I, I would go a tale of two semesters. I, I, I like that, you know, they now look like juniors or, you know, Chad Dallas is a sophomore. He was only a JUCO for one year. But just more comfortable as the theme. Guys are no longer tentative or wanting to impress the coaches too much and things like that like they were in the first semester. They know their way around. They know their teammates. They kind of know what we're looking for. And uh, they've kind of let their ability speak for itself, for themselves uh, the last few outings and games we've seen out of those guys. Coach, it's Austin Price again. When you uh, when you started to have success last year, the, the crowd started picking up over at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. How much does that change things for 18- to 22-year-olds when they have an atmosphere that they can kind of get excited about to play in and the crowd gets loud when, you know, you know, at the proper time, when, when when you can get a good atmosphere at Lindsey Nelson, how much does that help this baseball program? It, it, it's so huge. Uh, so that that's the one word I'd use to just go with a, a description. But in the day and age of analytics, I'd say if you're at home on the Internet, just look at SEC teams' home records. And you could look at it over the last decade, too. The programs that are the mainstays in this conference, which is really 10 or 12 programs, uh, are guys that hold serve at home, and, and that's non-conference and conference. There's a lot of really difficult environments that we have to go into, uh, some more than others. But if it's a true SEC environment like we had last year during a couple of our series, it can, it can literally grab us a game because a ton of these SEC games come down to one or two plays or – you know, or a one or two run discrepancy. Um, so it literally can make the difference. And like I said, the numbers kind of back that up. Tony, you guys have done a lot to improve the looks both inside and outside Lindsey Nelson Stadium. What what else maybe might we see down the road on the horizon? What else would you like to see? Obviously, the, the big thing last year was artificial turf, and that made a difference just being able to play games. Sure. I can remember some being over there, well, some of those early season games when it was raining and cold, but just be able to get those games in. But what else might we see coming down the pike? Well, if you ask the players, their answer is going to be what they had on today, and it's our brand-new white uniforms. Uh, so right now that's all they care about is the gear. Uh, <laughs> they, they got some new white shoes, who actually Andre Lipschitz, uh, kind of helped us with those, but uh, you know, white uniforms, and, and those guys are jacked up about those. So the fans will see those, but a lot of the changes that have been made are kind of in the underbelly of the stadium, and unfortunately, not every fan can see that. Right. Um, but what's coming in the stadium is the seats down the right field line will become chairback seats instead of bleacher seats like they are now. So the whole stadium has that one clean, uh, similar look across the board with those chairbacks. And then the very next thing to do will be uh, left field. The porch out there has been, you know, talked about forever, you know, kind of making it a Todd Elton's porch or, uh, you know, expanding it to two decks. There's been a million ideas thrown around, but that's Chris, really the next target. Chris Lowe's layer. I like that. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I take. We, he's got to earn that, but we can do it. We can do it. I mean, he's got to set the criteria out there, but yeah. we like to earn stuff around here. Get the, get the checkbook out, Low. <laughs> you know, you guys were such a fun team to watch play last year, whether it's Al Solari making one of his, you know, vintage diving catches in the outfield, you know, the way you were aggressive offensively. What might fans expect this year? And, of course, we hadn't played a game yet, but, but what do you hope fans see from this team along those lines this year, Tony? Well, I think you want to carry that, kind of like Frank's deal on the mound. 
you, all the strengths you have from the past, you want to carry those over into the next year and kind of make it a tradition or whatever you want to label it as. But I, I think what I like the best in the Clemson game that we played in the fall, of course we can play right. two fall games, was just the energy and the sincere interest in seeing each other do well. And that's such a powerful thing, and it's not anything we coach. I think we just got a lot of personalities, and they seem to kind of feed off each other. And and that whole deal, if, if you can get everybody fired up for another man's success, because you got to use a lot of guys in baseball, um, and there's a lot of downtime in baseball, that, that's a massive weapon. And they showed that we had that in that instance. Now, can we keep it for 56 games is the challenge I've laid out to them. Well, and, and I had a chance to be there for the first pitch banquet, and, and there is – to be there and feel the momentum, the energy around the program. I, I really thought it was so cool, Tony, the way you guys brought so, so many former players back, VFLs, and, 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 the, and the round table that John Wilkerson did such a masterful job of leading and telling the stories. But the stories of what Tennessee meant to them, their experience at Tennessee, and, and that to me, when you start talking about great programs and building a program, that's what all those programs have in common. No, no question, and you can see of those four guys how they're kind of bonded together for life because of, you know, the times they had here. You know, you'd like to raise a national championship trophy. Nobody more than me in, the, in that case, but, you know, you got to have some other stuff, too, that goes good for you, and, and kind of that bond goes on forever, but there's there's got to be work into that. you got to have success for the bonds to be there, and you got to have some good people and good personalities, and, and they had it back in the day, and and really, there's been a lot of good people involved in this program since then. It's just putting together that formula to win, you know, the magic amount of games that, you know, makes it a memorable season. Well, I know you look forward to seeing the fans out there. You guys crank it up Friday, Saturday, and Sunday next week against Western Illinois at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Then Charlotte in town on Tuesday. Then you're off the Round Rock Classic. Uh, my only request for you, Tony, is I want you to order about I don't know, 71, 70-degree temperatures on that Friday for those Friday, Saturday, and Sunday games, and uh, we look forward to that, okay? And half-price half <laughs> hot dogs. I think I'm going to epically fail on Friday, probably because I don't have a Valentine, but Saturday and Sunday look good, and Sunday the kids get to run the base, so let's do it on the weekend. Let's do it. Listen, man, we really appreciate you spending some time with us on the nation. Let's do it again down the road. Good luck to you, Tony. Look forward to being out there at the ballpark and watching this version of the balls play this coming season. Let me let us know when we're doing the ribbon cutting for Chris Lowe's layer out there <laughs> off uh, the uh, Rockfield line. Okay, you, you put it out there, so we're going to have a day where something goes down out there. We, we appreciate you guys. Chris Lowe throws up the first pitch. I like it. Boom! Thank it's you, done. Tony. Appreciate it, man. <laughs>